welcome to Not The Podcast. Today we're doing a bonus episode while Ariana is out, uh, laid flat from her COVID-19 booster shot. Everyone get vaccinated. So today I am here with Karen of Karen Plays Nancy Drew to talk speedathon. So Karen, introduce yourself. Hello, my name is Karen, and I kind of got into the Nancy Drew fandom, yeah, on Tumblr, on Karen Plays Nancy Drew, way back in the day. Um, and I think I haven't really been active on Tumblr in a while, but I have in like Discord and other communities, including the Speedathon and like the speedrunning community in general. Um, and I feel like, yeah, speedrunning I got into not too long ago. It's kind of like reignited some things that I can do with Nancy Drew because I've been a fan for so long. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Quick question. Before we get into the thing, what was your first Nancy Drew game you played? It was Danger on Deception Island. That's still my favorite game because it like, you know, you imprint on your favorite first game. Oh I yeah, think. totally. And and Danger on Deception Island is, of course, a fantastic game just in general as well. So, okay. So we're talking speedrunning today, and Ariana did come up with some questions to talk about, which are fun. Um, because the great thing is, is that Ariana has never speedrun before in her life, so she's not hip with the kids. Um, I've speedrun a couple things, and Karen is a verifier on the speedrun.net.com. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The Nancy Drew series? Yeah, I'm not. So <laughs> speedrun.com, the Nancy Drew community is pretty small, but there are a couple like mods and I'm like the step below being like an actual moderator. I'm a verifier. So essentially I have the power to see all the runs that people submit and then I actually verify their times and then can put them on the on the boards. Nice. Yeah, so they trust me. Okay. I'm legit. <laughs> Nice. She's got the credentials. Um, so let's just start out with, for the people who've never heard of this before, which some of our listeners actually don't do much gaming outside of Nancy Drew, so what is speedrunning? So speedrunning, just like as a concept, is essentially playing a video game as fast as possible. So people speedrun so many different games, um, but you know, you start the game, you beat it as fast as possible and then that is your time and so there's like leaderboards whoever can do it the fastest gets an award your your award is just being the best yeah your award is the clout of being the best just pretty much um ariana's amazing question here is why speed run it's a great my answer is because it's fun it is fun it's uh like I said, it's kind of, for me, it was a way to kind of do something new with the games because I've literally played them just for fun so many times. And then I realized people were speedrunning them and I was like, okay, like I know these games so well, this is a new way to approach them. So that's kind of fun for me. Um, I wouldn't say like I'm super into speedrunning just in general as a concept. Um, but I guess it's, I mean, it's very satisfying if you do it well. It is. Yeah. It's, I mean, not that I do it well, but it is fun. Like, especially like you said, as a way to interact with the games in a different way, because like, if you guys have been watching our streams on, on Twitch, um, Ariana and I streamed all of the games 
And then we kind of got to the end of them and we we're like, okay, what else? So we started doing them all on senior detective and then 100%ing them. And now it's like, those are all different ways of interacting with the games in a new way. So it's not just playing the same game over and over again. And speedrunning is another way to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. It's all it's a fun for the whole family. Everyone should, you know, learn all about it and do it with us. It really uh. is fun for the whole family. Like the time I did a 100% run of Warnings at Waverly Academy and you have to get the fastest time on um the card matching game on the computer and you have to you have to do it at the very end otherwise uh, Izzy will beat your time again. So I had just done a, an 100% run of the whole game. I got to the end, I did the matching game, and I was at one second underneath the time I was supposed to be. And then I had a little bit of a meltdown, and I screamed at my brother, and I said, do it for me! And then he did it for me, um, because I could not do it again. Um, so that was how how it's fun for the whole family. It is. Yeah, that's, I, I love it. Um, and I would make Ariana do it, too. Especially all of the ones... Haunting of Castle Malloy is full of puzzles that I cannot do and Ariana can. So I'd be like, oh, she's in chat right now. I'd be like, Ariana, you do this. And then she'd do it. Double team speed runs should be more of a thing. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, we kind of do that a oh. little bit in the speedathon. We let people kind of work together. Yeah. We do. Which is fun. Which is something that, like... um, I see it, like... uh. GDQ, which is Games Done Quick, which is a big, um, it is a, they do it twice a year. It's a big charity event. Um, and they run all sorts of games, which I have actually thought about submitting a Nancy Drew game to try and do it. Like, wouldn't that be fun fun. to do a Nancy Drew game at GDQ? Um, but they will have sometimes people on their couch, which is like their co-hosts and stuff, will like help them remember things and stuff like that. So that's all it's all kosher in the speedrunning like community. Um, just fun. So the question then next is how do you speedrun the Nancy Drew games? That's a great question. So personally, I would say I tackle it differently than other people because for me, I find it a lot more fun to like route the games myself and figure out how to speed run them and like try to develop my own strategies. Um, but that's honestly not how most people do it. And it's totally fine if you're not interested in doing that. Um, the speed running discord server that is kind of like the hub of the Nancy Drew speedrunning community, they have routes for all the games so it's essentially like a google doc and it tells you exactly what to do um and so if you just want to try speed running you can just go there get one of the routes and then follow it and just do the run so you essentially start the game do everything that it tells you on the list as fast as you can and then you have done it um but uh there's always like people are always discovering like new strategies and like different ways that you can do things so i find that really fun to tackle a game without even knowing how like people are supposed to speed run it and see if i can like just figure it out on my own or like organically um but yeah then once I, once i figure it out and route it i'm not as much into the grind because the other part of speed running is just literally you have to do it you have to practice it over and over and over again until you're good at it that's just how you have to do it yeah yeah 
That takes work. Um, (laughs) Which is, I highly respect anyone who can focus on something for that long. I cannot. And that's why the only games I have speedrun in the Nancy Shrew community are ones that are half an hour or less. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) My brain just says, "Mm, no, I'm just going to turn off at the half hour mark. Yeah. Which is fine. Which is fun. Um, One thing is that I think it's really interesting in the way that different people come at the games differently when they are speedrunning them. So, like, the fact that you're coming into it, like, completely with a blank canvas so you can organically find things. What I like to do, what I have done is looked at people's guides and then gone in and literally optimized clicks. Um, <laughs> just, just literally thinking about when I was doing the Midnight in Salem uh, mm-hmm. route, um, I literally took what Argelfumpf had done because he was the first one to do a speed run of it. I took what he did and then I literally like measured out how many clicks it took me to get to each place. And, like, yeah, I mean, that's, like, necessary work because, like, the thing about speedrunning is you literally are just trying to shave off any sort of, any possible second you can. And once it gets down to, like, an optimized run, which, I mean, a lot of the Nancy Drew games are considered non-optimized. A lot of them are considered optimized, but I'm always, like, you can, there's always something that we can figure out. Yeah. A new trick or something like that that we can figure out. Like... One of the most amazing things that I love about speedrunning these games is that uh, you can literally skip the intro-like letter that Nancy does if you click on the right spot on the screen. And that's fantastic, because as a casual player, you wouldn't know that. Um, So I just think, I think it's fun. Even if you aren't speedrunning and you're like, God, I've listened to this letter so many times, just click in the upper left. You know, you do it. Um, Ariana asked for resources for speed times and such. So that would be speedrun.com, right? Yeah, speedrun.com. The I think that there's, let me look at my bookmark. So speedrun.com slash Nancy underscore Drew. That's going to bring you to the hub for the entire series. And it'll list every single Nancy Drew game. And then you can click on each game individually and pull them up. It'll have the list of who has run it, all the different categories, what the rules are, because you can hit the button that says view rules. That's important. Yes. And uh, basically has all the information you need. Yeah. The rules are often things like specifically saying what is start and what is end times, um, because the games are generally, you start when you click the difficulty. Mm -hmm. So that's when the timer starts. And then the game ends, you hit end when the end letter starts playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, not all the games have an end letter. um, So then it's just kind of like when it like fades to black and then cuts to the like credit or outro. Yeah. Yeah. Or trivia section, basically. Um, Though in 100% runs, you have to do the trivia and it doesn't you don't hit end time until it gives you all of the awards yes which i think is fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
What is your favorite part about speedrunning the Nancy Drew games? Hmm. I would say that honestly, like the the most fun is that like a bunch of people are doing it. So like when you do like figure something out or you do a good run, like you have people to share it with, and then there's like a speedrun community that thinks it's awesome. Um and it's just like kind of it's like it, like it is a solo thing that you're doing, but it is within a collaborative community. So there's like collaborative effort going into everything that you do because like I said, like you're always trying to figure out new strategies and everybody shares what they've found. So then you can all incorporate everything that you're doing and like improve each other's runs and stuff. Yeah, it really is like a big, it, it is a huge community in such a way that's like way more interactive than most other aspects of the community, like the Nancy Drew community are. I feel like, um, there's a lot of, like, actually sharing. Like, the guides are all on the website as well as in the Discord. Um, almost all of the games, if you click, there's, like, a tab that says guides. And you can just look at what someone else has done. And you can, like, copy that Google document and make one for yourself and kind of elaborate on it. And it's awesome that everyone just shares these re- resources with each other um, instead of it being, like, a competitive thing. Like, there's a little bit of competition, but in a very friendly way of, yeah. like, egging each other on. Yeah, like, it's competitive because, like, there's a leaderboard and, like, people want to be, like, number one and beat each other's times, but nobody is, like, meanly competitive. Like, everybody's, like, happy not, like, anytime a person gets, like, a good score, like, a good run. Yeah. It's not like, no, I'm not going to share my strats with you. Everyone has to, you know, I have to be better. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone in the community do that. <laughs> no, I mean, well, also, it would be pretty hard because, like, uh, you, you have to see the run, you record it. So, like, if you're doing something, everybody's yeah. going to know. Yeah. Pretty much. Which is, yeah. It's fun, though. Um, what is, by contrast, what about the games gets really annoying when you're trying to speed? So... I mean, I think any everybody will agree that, like, you listen to the same dialogue over and over and over again, and it's just, like, you memorize it to the point where it's, like, I do not want to listen to this monologue ever again. Um, so then yeah. aspects of the game become annoying to you, which is never the goal with a series that you love. Um, what I have just when I speed run, um, even when I'm just practicing and learning the game, like I just turn the voices completely off so I don't have to hear them because then I don't get sick of them very quickly at all. Um, so I'll like listen to music or I'll listen to like a podcast or an audiobook or something like that. So I don't have like the getting sick of the dialogue issue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cause that's, yeah, it's not fun. Um, and yeah, I feel like that, yeah, dialogue to me is the most irritating p- part of it because, you know, in the first, like, what, 25 games, you can't skip dialogue. Yes. So it literally is just that you have to sit there and listen to Holt Scotto say the same fucking thing over and over again. Yeah. And I mean, I think that honestly, I'm a little bit more tolerant of it than a lot of people in the speedrunning community, because I kind of like having the break and just being like, okay, it's a conversation, I can chill. So I don't have to like think about it as much. So I kind of like having that break. Um, But yeah, there are games where it's just like way, way too much dialogue. 
And especially when it's like they just you know the characters in these games are uh, very they're they're characters, um, and so their dialogue is very distinctive, and that's great, and I love that about the series. But then there are other times where it's just like so grating because it just gets in your head. Um, yeah, and I would I would say that's something that's like um, kind of a pro and then a con at the same time is like you learn the game so well um, that like. If if you at least don't take enough of a break from it, you'll like play a game casually and just like know how to solve a puzzle, and you like yeah. want to be able to do the puzzle again, but you can't because you just have the solution memorized. Um, but then at the same time, um, it's kind of fun to go back and play a game casually that you've speedrun because obviously speedrunning you do it as fast as possible, so you cut so much out. Like any unnecessary puzzle, any unnecessary dialogue, you're not getting that. And so it's kind of fun to go back and play a game casually when you've done a bunch of speedrunning and be like, oh, I didn't even remember this puzzle existed because it's not necessary to beat the game. So like you can find stuff and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like there's a whole subplot here that I just forgot about because it's not part of the main speedrun. Yeah, like, there are so many optional things. Like, in Warnings at Waverly Academy, if you don't look at your texts, there's just whole portions of the game that just don't exist. Yeah, yeah, that speedrun, you intentionally do not look at your phone, because it triggers a bunch of subplots. Yeah, um, another thing that I, it's really funny is, I didn't realize that some of the stuff in Shadow Ranch was skippable because I've never skipped it. And so the fact that someone in chat was like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, I accidentally skipped this. And I was like, you did what? And then I was like, yeah, that's just part of the speed run. And I'm like, you don't have to do the bead puzzle. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Just full <laughs> puzzles that it's like, you don't actually have to do it. <laughs> it's really weird. And it that that's another thing that I find fun about the games is just like the triggers are so weirdly specific and like, it's yeah. really fun to just kind of like play around with it and like learn like what the developers were doing being like you have to hear this person say this exact line and then you can go to the next day yep yeah but then there are things that you don't have to like know at all and that's my favorite one is when nancy just is able to know something happened without actually having to do the thing to trigger the next event yeah i mean there are games there is I can think of two off the top of my head and I think there's probably more there are speed runs where you literally do not ever speak to the culprit until the culprit reveal at the end and then it's like it was this person and you just you've never ever seen this person in your life because you just don't need to to beat the game yeah. well, good why I think that makes Ice School Creek a much better game <laughs> just in my opinion Good to know, you know, for a casual run. <laughs> like, do you have to find out if people like paprika? Yes. Do you have to speak to yeah. the culprit? No. <laughs> nope. Fantastic. Um, how does someone get started with speedrunning the games? Uh, or which speed ga which games are best to start with? I would say that the best speedrun to start with is probably Secrets Can Kill Remastered. 100% agree. <laughs> yeah, because it's short. It's like 10 to 15 minutes long, depending on how fast you yeah. are. Um, and it's just like, it's not a super difficult 
one. Um, but it does kind of have like all the elements of like, you have um, to run around and do different navigation. Um, you have a couple puzzles where uh, it's going to be beneficial to memorize it, which is another thing with speedrunning is that, of course, you could, oh, can have a guide, but there are just like aspects of them that is never going to be fast enough if you use a guide. So it's going to be better yeah. if you memorize it. So there's like one big puzzle where it's like really, really good if you can memorize it. So that's like good practice. Um, yeah, there's there's only like there's one moment of RNG, which is literally um, how many phone call rings that you get. And that's at the beginning of the yep. run. So it's like if you want to put in the effort and grind for good RNG, you can do that, but it's easy to do it in that game. Yeah. Because it's right at the beginning. So if it's like, yeah. oh, you've got really bad ring RNG, just restart the run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's kind of, that's one of those things is if it's something at the beginning of the game that makes it so much easier. Because if it's something like at the end of the game, you just, you're like, okay, well. Yeah. Unlike, I'm just doing uh, it. <laughs> like, Last Train to Blue Moon Canyon, where it's like, an hour of dialogue that you've just sat through, and then you do the horse racing, which is RNG. And it's like, oh, your horse lost? <laughs> Goodbye to that run. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I would agree with Secrets Can, Secrets Can Kill Remastered. Um, another one that's actually pretty easy, and you know that it's easy because I've done it, is actually Tomb of the Lost Queen. Mm -hmm. Um, because there's not really any RNG, um, in that game. It's all pretty much cut and dry. And I love that. And there are whole, whole storylines you don't have to deal with. Love that. That game is a really fun speed run in terms of like, you do everything out of order. You do like nothing that's like important to the plot. It's just like, you're like, whoa, <laughs> this is, this is not at all the game I played. It, it, it really is a fun way to look at the game in a different way. And also, in my opinion, memorizing some of those puzzles makes the casual, like, run so much more enjoyable for me. Because I don't, some of those puzzles, it's so much easier to have them memorized and I can enjoy everything else in the game. <laughs> That's just me. Um, what is your favorite game to run? Like, I have to say Wardings at Waverly Academy. That's just, like, the run that I think I associate with myself. I've definitely done it the most. Because um, <laughs> I I think I that was the game that I ran for the first speedathon, And so that's when I really got yeah. into it. And so I was, like, like, we were so hyped for the, like, first speedathon that I, like, put in so much effort routing that game and, like, making sure it was good. Um and then I got really into it and I did like, I did it on junior. I did it on senior. I did the 100% run on junior. I did the 100% run on senior. I had all the records for those at one point and then Yandava beat me on junior, which I will get back. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely just the game that I've run the most. And I really, really do enjoy that run. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really fun run to watch. Uh, it's too long for me because my attention span is so short. Um, yeah, it's like just under an hour. Yeah, that, that's that place. I'm like, once you hit an hour, I'm done. I'm gone. Yeah, the but the <laughs> the ice ho the, the air hockey in that game mm -hmm. adds a a level of just 
drama to the run, which I think is fun. The um, I actually really like the the puzzle where you put all the map pieces back with the United States map. Oh yeah, um, which is another one where it's like, uh, it's not easy to just like uh, put a guide together and do it. Like you really have to no. practice that. Um, yeah. That one also has the very difficult uh, tree climbing puzzle. Yeah, it does. <laughs> what was your strategy for that tree climbing yeah, puzzle? My strategy, we must know. just, uh, you know, covering my screen with <laughs> my oily paper. My oily paper. It was so important. Listen, we make fun of my oily paper, but it really, it's not oily. I just used oil to make it transparent because paper becomes transparent when you like put oil on it then i dabbed it off and then i wrote the answers to the puzzle on the paper and so i put it like over my screen and just followed it that's that's another i think strategy for the games where um you skip dialogue i put i just stick Mm. a little piece of paper where the dialogue skip is so you can always just bring your mouse there whenever there's any conversation and just skip 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 that's, I feel like it would also be a good... Is it easier to do the darkroom puzzle in Danger by Design? Or is it easier to just do the flushing trick? I'm not sure. I have not run that game. Um, I would assume that the flushing is faster because that is a puzzle that is timed. Like, you have to stick the yeah. the, the things in the, in the whatever, the fluid for yeah. like five seconds, ten seconds or whatever. So I assume that flushing is faster. Probably. But if not, I feel like oily paper would work. It would. It would. I mean, that's what we used to just use post-its when we would. Yeah, I do that when I am playing it casually. Because otherwise I'm like, "Mm mm-mm, no. (laughs) Uh, What is your favorite category to run? I know you've done a lot of 100%. Oh yeah, um, I yeah I haven't done a ton of those. I mean, so the different categories are like the difficulty levels. Um, so you can do junior detective or senior detective. Any percent is just like the game, you know, just start to finish. Yeah. It's the regular game. One hundred percent is when you do one hundred percent of the game uh, with all the awards. There's the like fun miscellaneous categories of like death percent which is just fastest way to make nancy die um and like which uh we we all routed for the last <laughs> speed of thought yeah, yeah yeah um those i find stressful because they're so short that it's like literally every little thing that you do has to be perfect otherwise you've just completely botched it um i mean I, I feel like like any percent just on junior detective is by far the most popular category for any game. Um, so that's yeah. gonna be, I think probably the most fun in terms of just the most people have done it. So there's the most information about it. So you can just like really really get into the nitty gritty uh, like routing on those ones. And then also just there's more competition. So you you know there's yeah. there's a lot more that you can like strive for with those runs. Yeah. I think that's fun. For me, I really enjoyed Death Percent 
because it was fun to route things in a way that my brain could actually pay attention to. Um, so that to me, that's really fun. I love figuring out how to um, kill Nancy. It's just, you know, the best the best thing to do in the games. Yeah, people have um, really gotten into those too, because that's, I think also actually, that's like a way that a lot of people have found uh, speedrunning to be more accessible, because they're like, I can do two minutes where I kill Nancy. Yeah. Pretty um, much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there are, in a couple of the games, there are glitchless categories, correct? Oh, yeah. Because um, I know that in Stay Tuned for Danger, there is a glitch, and then there's a glitchless version. version. Yeah, so in general, like, glitches are always when things that, like, it's just a glitch that's part of the game. Like, anybody who owns the game has access to these glitches, such yeah. as, like, in... Uh, well, you you guys just, like, learned that recently, but I cannot believe you had not been playing Secret of Shadow Ranch without the phone glitch. Where if you're out in Dry Creek where you don't have service, you just click on, like, the web <laughs> category and then you go back to your contacts and suddenly Nancy can use the phone. She has service in Dry Creek. Um, so that's just, like, a glitch that exists in the game and anybody has access to it and can do it. Um, some of the earlier games... Think of all of the years. All of the years I spent being like, okay, Bob, let's yeah. go back. Poor Bob. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, but the, the earlier games are so glitchy that there's kind of separate categories for them because it's just, like, actually absurd. Um, like, Stay Tuned for Danger and, um, uh, the original Secrets Can Kill basically have glitches where you can just go into other saved games, take the items, and bring them back into your original saved game, which is just, like, it's, it's a lot. Um. So those yeah. are kind of their own category because it it like drastically changes the run, um, and yeah. it's yeah. My favorite one is in Midnight in Salem. If you keep your game open after you have in another save completed the CCTV puzzle, then when you start a new game, it'll just the flag for it being done is still true. Yep. As long as you don't close the game. <laughs> yeah that's that's a weird one what are some other good glitches that save time i mean the later games have the phone glitch um oh yeah which is like while nancy has like a an unskippable line of dialogue you just open nancy's phone and she's like can't use my phone here and it cancels out the dialogue that she's saying um so that's a big one in like um a couple games i know shattered medallion and i think a couple more. I think you can do it. Uh, in... Tomb of the Lost Queen. Mm, yeah. You can do it a couple times. Oh, yeah, she Sometimes it's not faster. Yeah. Yeah. So when she's like, yeah, now can I open this? I'm like, Nancy, please. <laughs> yeah. Check your phone. It's fine. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a new glitch in Icicle Creek that Galen just found with the form already being filled out. Wow. Oh, Yeah. I remember that happening, but we couldn't... I At the time, I did not hear details about, like, why or how it happened. It just did happen. So I don't I don't know if that's been fully, like, fleshed out yet. Okay. Well, stay tuned for... In the in the speedrunning Discord to find out. Yeah. Which White, I'm obviously going to White link Wolf that of, Discord in the description. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> White Wolf of High School Creek also has a unique glitch where if you 
open the task list and you click on something on the task list while Nancy is talking to somebody, it'll just like say the thing on her task list instead of her own dialogue. Um, so like she's talking to Bill and Bill's like, oh, did you catch that fish? And Nancy's about to go on a rant about fishing and you just go check and then it just moves on to the next thing in the conversation. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, none of the other games have that. They just, I don't know, they just really messed up on White Wolf of High School Creek. (laughs) It's because White Wolf of High School Creek is so weird because it's the first game that switched to the new UI. But it's also, it also doesn't technically have a windowed mode despite being in the new UI. So you can, however, go, and this is the hack for streamers, you can go into the, like, the file itself and just be like windowed one windowed mode (laughs) one and then it's windowed when you open it up next wow just so much better than dxwnd yeah not a fan of that no it's it's necessary if you are a streamer but otherwise i hate it i hate its guts (laughs) (laughs) yeah a lot of people will use that for speed running too because you need you don't need to stream to be a speedrunner, but no. you do need to record your run. Um, yeah. But I do not use that. I just do full capture of my, like, screen yeah. and then just, like, adjust it in OBS. Yeah. Yeah. It's ve- It's actually, like, some of the things are way faster to do them not in windowed mode um like in message in a haunted mansion doing the speed run in windowed mode is harder because of how many things are like you have to click on a specific pixel and when you're the screen is large it's easier to hit the pixel but if yeah. the screen is small you're more likely to misclick and it's yeah. also just when I was, like, first starting out, like, speedrunning, I was like, oh, I bet if I do windowed mode, it'll be faster because it's, like, a shorter distance between all the things I have to click on. It's, like, it just, like, doesn't work out that way because your brain is used to the full thing and you just, like, you want to zoom, zoom, zoom exactly how it's, like, intended to be played. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it also just makes that parquet puzzle just impossible. Just literally impossible. Hate it. Hate it so much. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but what are the most satisfying strats that you use in I for me it's honestly just doing things like the um the, just the being able to skip dialogue by clicking the phone. <laughs> Love that. I I think for me it's when I'm able to do two things at once. That gives me a lot of satisfaction. What is the satisfaction? Satisfaction. (laughs) That gives me a lot of satisfaction. Um, when I'm like, oh, like uh, Nancy has to like solve this puzzle in her inventory. I can pull it up during a cutscene and just just do it then. Um. That's, like, something uh, I, like, do in uh, Warnings at Waverly Academy when you go and you have to look at Mel's tapestry in her room and have her tell you about it, but you just pull up the DNA puzzle, just solve it while Mel's talking. Um, Shadow of the Water's Edge has a ton of those because you need to do all the Sudokus and, like, the nonograms and stuff. So it's like, oh, Nancy's being haunted. Let me just 
whip up this renogram and just finish it up here. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are definitely my favorite. Yeah, that one is actually, like, uh, in Tomb of the Lost Queen, as you guys might have noticed, that Tomb of the Lost Queen is one of the few ones I've actually done. So that's why I'm talking about it so much. But in Tomb of the Lost Queen, you can pull up the, like, the word scramble stuff that you have to do. Um, and oh, while you're while playing you're, Senate, right? <laughs> while you're playing Senate, but you have to specifically exit out before a specific line gets said. Otherwise, it crashes your game. Yeah. The games yeah. are perfectly made, no flaws, 10 out of 10. <laughs> exactly. None at all. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Um, so let's talk about the speedathon, though. Let's right. talk, what is, what is the Nancy Drew speedathon? Yeah, we've name dropped it so much, and I we have people know what it is, but it's actually entirely <laughs> possible that a lot of people, like, don't. Don't, so, yeah. Um, I don't know, do you, do you want to explain it? Yeah. The Nancy Drew Speedathon is a speedrunning event where we speedrun the Nancy Drew games for charity. So it is a two-day event. We do it every nine months. Not sure why we chose nine months, but we did. Well, we, we were like, we I, I can tell you why, because close, yeah, we were okay. like, if we do it every year, that just feels too long. But then we were like, if we do it every six months, the burnout is going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we did nine months. Yeah. So nine months. Um, And it's... This time we are raising money for the ACLU Protect Trans Youth campaign, um, and we're very excited about it. It takes place over two days. The days are from, what is it, noon to nine, basically. About. Um, yeah, Eastern time. So it's, uh, we have, how many runners do we have this time? Um, we have... I think last time we had 16, and this time we have 17. Okay, 17. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. So we have a... It's a pretty good amount of people. We go from game to game, and each runner has a co-host to talk about things as well. Everyone has donation incentives for their own runs. Uh, so at our last speedathon, November of 2021, um, the most notable one being Sarah Kosk's... Um, amazing shadow ranch uh run where she did things like for a certain amount of um for a certain amount of donations she put on a, a horse face horse mask stuff like that a horse mask she stacked cowboy hats on her head and then she also ran with cowboy boots on her hands yeah it was that's the kind of amazing things that uh our runners come up with uh, while still trying to go as quickly as possible. Yeah. <laughs> so when is the speedathon this time? So the upcoming speedathon is it is July now, so it's this month. Oh my goodness, it can't be this. Soon. I know, right? It <laughs> it's in two weeks. Yeah, it's on the sixteenth and seventeenth. The panic is getting me real bad right now. Don't panic. It's okay. We're okay. <laughs> so it is going to be July 16th and 17th. Like I said, from noon to about 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, so if you guys would love to follow it and everything, you can find it at Nancy Drew Speedathon uh, on Twitch and ND Speedathon on our Twitter and 
Instagram. But what do we do? You and me. What do we do for the speedathon? Um, we make it happen. <laughs> we do. It's true. Yeah. I mean, also, like, uh, other people, like, yes. Carol and uh, Veronica and Yandema are also, like, helping out with uh, admin stuff. But, like, um, there's, all. I mean, a ton of people also help out with, yes. like, doing, like, mod in the chat and helping out with social media. And so there's a lot of people who just basically dedicate their time to doing it because we're basically yeah. doing it for fun and for charity. Um, but we, you know, make all the administrative decisions and do all the planning and make sure everything is happening. Yeah. Um, um, but, I mean, it's it's open to everyone to run. Um, so um, it n- has nothing to do with, like, oh, who are the best speedrunners? We're going to choose oh, them. No. Not at no. all. It's like actually the opposite. Like we want people who have never done speedruns before uh, to do it because um, the speedrunning community for Nancy Drew like is small, and we want to make it bigger. We do. We want to make it more accessible too. And I know we have specifically um, when we are making the schedule and choosing runs and stuff like that, we do give priority to people who have never been in the event before. So people who are new to that community. We want to get in there. And we also like to try and reach out to marginalized genders. So the speedrunning community at large, um, not the Nancy Drew one, but in general speedrunning, it tends to be a like male dominated community, um, which is changing, thankfully. But something in the Nancy Drew community is we're really trying to get that to we're trying to reach out to the people who are less likely to have heard of speedrunning in general um, and try and get them involved in it because the more people who do it, the more fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. Um, and I mean, that's even, that is like true of like to an extent of the Nancy Drew community as well. Um, yeah. Like, you know, this um, and like, I don't say this like to be like, wow, I hate these people because like the, mods for the nancy drew community i'm like i'm friends with them we're good i love them they're great um but like when i first started speed running like there was like there were no like women on the speed running boards at all there weren't any doing like modding or anything at all um and it just like kind of just bothered me because like it's like one of the few like long running like com- like computer games like designed for women um, which obviously, like, I've been a big fan of Nancy Drew forever, and I'm like, okay, like, we need to get, like, the actual community that I know is, like, a lot of, a lot of, like, women love these games. Yeah. And so I think that people should also be speedrunning it, and it's not just like, oh, speedrunning is just a bunch of, like, male gamers being the best ever. <sighs> yeah. We just want... Because the community at large, like I said, like, at the beginning of this episode... A lot of people who play Nancy Drew games don't play other games. Um, There are a lot of people who the only video games that they play are the Nancy Drew games. Um, Which is bonkers to me, but they exist. And I think that is so cool then that Nancy Drew can be an entry to speedrunning at large then for them. Something that they've never heard of before, never seen they can access it through the Nancy Drew community. Um, 
Yeah. Very true. I think that's fun. Yeah, and yeah, if you're interested in the speedathon, um, definitely join the speedathon Discord server because that's where like signups go out, and you don't you don't have to be like affiliated with the speedathon whatsoever to be in the Discord server. No. Um. So feel free to join, and then you will find out like when the next uh, event happens and how to sign up to participate and stuff like yeah. that. Um, that is. Like, we have our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, but Discord is always going to be the easiest way to find out about signups, about dates, about what cause we're choosing. We actually um, have had, uh, we take suggestions. So if people have a specific charity that they're interested in, you guys can let us know and we can look into them and see if they're a great fit for our next event. So if there's a cause that you're super interested in, you can always like try and join the event and suggest it to us and we're happy to look into it. Um, it has to get through me first. <laughs> yeah. It has to be on Tiltify because that's where we like do the donations through. Yeah. Um, uh, which is an important we have to ensure that it is yeah. on the up and up. <laughs> that is an important thing to say about the event is that we don't touch the funds ever. Um, any money that you guys donate towards the cause, uh, goes straight to them. It never touches any of our hands in the middle. Um, we, it goes through Tiltify and then directly to the charity that we're raising money for. Uh, we like to make sure that you guys know that all of the money goes towards the cause. None of us are making any money off of this event. We are, in fact, spending money on it. We are, uh, yes, in fact, spending lots of money. <laughs> money and time and, you know, give lots of people are com- donate their time. Donate their time as mods. Donate their time to help us do social media stuff and all of these yeah. really fun things. Um, Creating that, graphics, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we really... Uh, definitely it goes, it goes straight, straight to them. We also have a lot of really fun giveaways and stuff that we do for during runs so that if like we hit a certain amount of in donations for a run, we run a giveaway for it. Um, mm-hmm. obviously and the I'm giveaways, not going to say. You, 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 oh, I was just gonna say you don't have to donate money to be no. like entered into the giveaway. So no, all giveaways are like free to enter it's just that we hit a donation like amount for the run first before we open it. Uh, but definitely it is usually run through uh, Moobot, actually. Uh, so if you guys know about Moobot, you know that it's on the up and up and we can't, we can't mess with any of that stuff. It is done out of our hands. So you always know that if you're trying to enter a giveaway, it's always going to be fair and square. Yeah. So, is there anything else we want to say about the speedathon? Hmm. All I can say about the speedathon is just come and hang out. Like, uh, like I mean, we want to hit our donation goals, but it's like I think it's a lot more important to me that like people are actually like excited to see the runs and like hang out and chat and actually yeah. like be like a bunch of Nancy Drew fans all at once because. It it doesn't happen a lot to have, like, a ton of Nancy Drew fans, like, hanging out. There's yeah. a lot of different, like, communities and, uh, like, across the internet. Um, 
and like it's a big fan base, but it also is in a lot of ways a very small fan base. Um, yeah, it so, yeah. is. Uh, it's pretty niche, is what I would say. Um, and yeah. it's really fun to have a place where we can all talk at the same time. Uh, because, you know, like, there's a big, uh, community on Tumblr, you know, but, and Instagram, but none of that's happening, like, at the same time. It's more like we're posting letters to each other. Um, (laughs) so in, uh, it's just really fun and energizing to have, you know, 60 people in chat all excited to see the game that they're running and telling us all about how they like the game, how they play the game, the first time they played the game, all of these really fun things that we're getting to see while we're running or while we're just behind the show, behind the scenes, um, behind the show, (laughs) while we're behind the scenes. That's really, really fun. And part of what makes it so exciting, Um, at least for me. Yeah. But, but also donate your money. Go yes. in debt for the speedathon. Do not go bankrupt for the speedathon. This is a specific Moobot uh, command <laughs> we have that says do not go into debt for the speedathon. Um, <laughs> not that I, you know, it's always like right after my payday. And that's just always bad timing. <laughs> You're right. The 16th and 17th, usually like the 15th or 16th is when people get paid. Yeah. I mean, you know, but yeah, um, we're really excited. We want everyone to show up um, and just hang out with us while we're all playing games. And while you guys hear my beautiful voice in the background for a lot of it as I'm running the Twitch streams, um, so make sure you come to listen to for my dulcet tones (laughs) so yeah um is there anything else you want to say about the speedathon or i don't think so okay so where can we find you anything you want to plug oh boy um i mean you you'll you'll know who i am if you Join speedathon stuff. <laughs> you know, that's very it's true. We're all good, you know. Yeah, find us on the speedathon. Um, so yeah, thank you, Karen, so much for joining me and talking speedrunning in the speedathon for this special bonus episode. Um, and yeah, as a reminder, I'm Risa and this is Karen. And do you wanna say do you wanna say the line? We're asking um, you guys to stay sleuthy. Oh no. <laughs> No? Wow. Fine. (laughs) Well, I'm asking you guys to stay sleuthy.